Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. Well, hello there and happy Sunday to you. It's finally the day you've all been waiting for, a Sunday. A, not just a regular Sunday, a Sunday where you got to sleep in an extra hour. How did you like that? I hope you had a good extra hour of sleep on this daylight savings relief time. I got a good video for you today. I'm going to go over some basic training, just basic stuff. I know a lot of people skip over the basics and go straight to try to do these creative deals and all this stuff. They don't even know who they're on the phone with. And that's what we want to talk about today. Who are you on the phone with? If this video helps you out in any type of a way, give it a thumbs up. Actually subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And you can actually share this video as well to somebody else that wants to know the basics of real estate investing. So, you know, when you talk about real estate investing, you can be talking about wholesaling. You're going to be talking about buying hold. You can be talking about being a uh, fix and flipper. Uh, you can be a real estate agent, realtor. I mean, you could be a lot of different things in real estate. And so it's very important to know who you're on the phone with and, you know, what's their position? Because everybody has a position in the game. Real estate is a team sport. And most people forget that. They think it's all about me. What's in it for me? And I don't want you to think like that. I want you to think, how can I provide value to others? And how can I make sure it's a win, win, win all the way around so everybody's happy? Because then you can get more deals and more people jumping in. Who we got in here today? Go ahead and put your name in and where you're coming in from. Give you a quick shout out before we get started with the show. Get it popping in just a moment. Woke, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke. Chris Monroe, and I'm right back at you with another real estate video. We got a good little thing for you today. What's up, uh, Renee? Good morning, and thanks for always helping. That's right. I try to help where I can, because when you help others, you know, they think they call karma, it come back to you. They help you out. I like that. I like that. What up, Rick? I see you. I see you in the 661. What's that? Mississippi? Sound like Mississippi or something. Oh, Los Angeles. Okay, I see you. LA. Well, I'm going to be out in um, Las Vegas this week, going out to the 100K Club event with uh, T Rob or Tony the Closer. If you're going to that, I hope to see you out there in, uh, in that area. I'll be going out to the 100K Club event the uh, November 8th and 9th. So I'll be out in Vegas for the first time. And you know, I'm going to roll those dice at least once just to try it out, see if I can get a little lucky. Good to see you, Rick. Phoenix, Arizona in the house. That's right. That's right. Coming from the NYC, the East Coast. What's up, Aaron? Good to see you. You wish it was on Facebook. You can do watch parties. In fact, it is on Facebook. Right now, we're streaming live in the Woke Real Estate Investors Group on Facebook. Now, I'm not sure if you can do watch parties in there or not. 
Mm, I don't know. I think you can, but I'm not sure uh, because it's a private group that, you know, you have to be accepted to because, you know, we get some spammers coming in trying to target you all and say, ooh, get my hard money loan and just send me your $5,000 and we'll give you $500,000. Stupid stuff like that. Blessings, blessings to you, Renee. Good, good. Yep. So you can't wait. Are you going to be there? Good. I'll see you out in Vegas. That's good. So like I said, today's training is uh, who are you on the phone with? Because, you know, you can be on the phone with a lot of different people when you're sending out marketing, when you're doing bandit signs, when you're doing uh, cold calling, when you're doing any type of contact with people. It's very important to know who are you actually on the phone with and how do you handle them? How do you speak to them? Because everybody talks a different language. It's the same real estate jargon, but you need to know who you're dealing with. And the way you know who you're dealing with is by asking simple questions. One of the first questions I always ask when I get on the phone with anybody. So do you have a house you wish to sell? Now, if they don't say, oh, no, I'm trying to buy a house, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do a rent-to-own deal, I'm trying to do all this other stuff. You don't know what they're trying to do. Or they could be code enforcement coming to tell you about, oh, yeah, you got that band to sign out here, huh? What's the address to your business? What's your company name? We're about to send you this $500 bill or whatever their bill is in your jurisdiction on your band to sign. So it's very important to be careful to know who you're speaking to quickly. When I get on the phone, I'm asking questions. I don't get on the phone and start having them grill me. Yeah. What's your company name? Where are you from? How many deals you did? What's this? Are you a wholesaler? You know, whatever. They're going to ask questions. That's fine. But I'm asking questions because there's a rule in this game when it comes to negotiating. He who asks the questions is in control of the conversation. So you want to be in control of your conversation when you're talking to these people on the phone. And so I got a little uh, thing here I'm going to share with you today. So uh, different types of sellers and buyers, what we're going to talk about today. So first, we're going to go over the different types of sellers. Like I said, it's very important to know who you're speaking to on the phone. Uh, you know about the unmotivated homeowner. They always say, I'm going to sell if the price is right. And these properties, you know, you can make an offer on, but they end up usually being like a follow up deal or something for the future because they're really not motivated right now. You can always ask them for referrals. Like, do they know anybody else that's looking to sell? Because, you know, we're trying to buy three or four more properties before the year is out or whatever your spill is, because you want to always attract more deals coming your way. Very important. But like I say, they're unmotivated. So there's really not much you can do with them. You know, make them an offer anyway. Make an offer on any deal you come across or lead that you come across and see if you can make something out of it and always see about referrals. So uh, we're going to move there. Then we know about the motivated homeowner. They're motivated. That mean, they have to sell, meaning they got a circumstance that says, you know, we really got to get rid of this house. It could be facing foreclosure. It could be uh, a poor condition property is falling down. It's a, a eyesore. They're getting uh, code violations from the city. Whatever situation is going on, it could be a financial problem. They lost their job, whatever it is. But you got to move quick on these people because they're motivated and they'll go straight to the first person that locks them up quickly. Very important. Motivated sellers. Stop what you're doing and go meet them or whatever you need to do. Get them under contract immediately if you can, because uh, a guy like me is going to slide in and lock them up quick because I'm going to sense and know that this guy's motivated. This gal's motivated. She's going to sign with the first company that gives her what she wants or something near it. So very important to deal with them, uh, you know, quickly. Don't delay because you'll miss that pay. Uh, the disgruntled landlord, that's one of my favorites for some reason. I think more of the properties I've come across where we actually made a deal was from a disgruntled landlord. They usually have tenants involved in a deal. They may not, but you always want to ask about it. You know, is the property vacant or occupied? That's something basic you want to ask every lead you come across. And then 
Uh, they could be, uh, what's going on with the tenant? Do the tenants know you're selling? I always ask them that. What's the payment that the tenants are making? Are they planning on staying or are they planning on moving? I want to know what's going on with the tenant as well as what's going on with the seller, the disgruntled landlord seller as well. Because, you know, they may uh, have a tenant that's going through an eviction process right now. They could be going through any situation. We don't know, but there's multiple people involved when you're dealing with a disgruntled landlord. Uh, I also want to know when is the lease going to end? When is that lease ending? And are they on a month to month? You know, and things like that. So you want to ask those questions when you got extra tenants involved, because uh, some of the best deals I've come across, like I say, come from the disgruntled landlord. They're tired of it because, you know, real estate is a difficult game. You know, you got to deal with tenants, toilets, termites and everything in between when you're a buy and hold type person. You got problems you got to deal with. You got to solve those problems as well. So you have to be a solutions driven person to even be in real estate. I don't I tell you, don't even get in the game if you can't solve problems or you got to learn how to solve problems. And so that's why I say first step is identifying who you're on the phone with. And this this disgruntled landlord is possibly a good deal if you know how to talk that talk and walk that walk. And like I said, if any of this stuff helping you out, be sure to give this video a thumbs up because we got a few more to go through here. The wholesaler. Say you got bandit signs out or say you got marketing out or say you got a good website like we do. We get leads from wholesalers all the time because if they get a deal under contract, they're going to go straight to Google. Cash buyers for houses. Buy houses for cash, your city, whatever they put in Google to search. And if you got some good SEO or search engine optimization, you should come up on the first page of Google, uh, Bing, Yahoo, or whatever search engine they're going to be using. You want to be coming up, and that way you're going to be coming across some wholesalers. They're going to get on the phone and say, Yeah, uh, I have this deal under contract. Do you buy houses for cash? They want to assign their deal to you. You may have to help them through the deal if you know a little bit more than them, if they're newer than you, because somebody's always newer than you and you're probably uh, can help them out and getting the deal done. And you can help them out by, you know, either helping them find a buyer or linking up with them on a JV deal. Different things can come up, different strokes for different folks. So you just never know. But you got to know who you're talking to. Is it a wholesaler? You have a property under contract. How long do you have it under contract for? Um, what's the price you have it under contract for? I may know a buyer. You know, you want to ask these questions. You know, that's why I say everything's about the question. But when you know who you're speaking to, you know what type of questions you want to ask so that you can get the right information so you can actually see if you can make a deal out of it. Because sometimes they have it locked up too high. Many times they have it locked up too high. And I tell them, you know, I say, where'd you come up with that number? You know, because um, the number's too high. I'll tell them straight up. You know, I'm more than happy to help you out, Mr. Wholesaler, Mrs. Wholesaler. But I need you to go ahead and... uh probably renegotiate with this deal, but I wouldn't renegotiate until I actually found a buyer that's willing to pay X number of dollars for it, then go back and renegotiate. But that's a whole nother training. But wholesalers is another person you may come across while you are marketing to attract sellers of property. The seasoned investor. Oh yeah. This is the one you're looking for. They usually have multiple properties for sale or multiple properties they're dealing with, or they've been through the ringer. They've been through the cycle of real estate. They've probably been in every position that we're talking about here today. They could be added to our buyers list as well, because they could be a fix and flipper. Uh, they may be looking to liquidate a large uh, portfolio. You may get to lock up 10, 12, 15 deals and, you know, actually go find buyers for all of their properties as long as they have it separated to where you can actually do it individually. Always to check to see if they're looking to buy more houses. Many times they come across 
And what I tell them is a little spill. I tell them many times we come across deals that may not fit for our portfolio or our buying criteria, but it may be perfect for you. Would you like to be added to our buyers list? You get their name, you get their uh, email address and you add them to your MailChimp account. Check out my video on the MailChimp uh, free uh, setup for your buyers list management. I got a video on that on this as well. So uh, you definitely want to uh, know what you're doing when you're talking to the seasoned investor because they're going to ask you some stuff too. They're going to know what's going on, what's not going on. And they may not know. I don't know. There's some people seasoned that don't know nothing. You know, I've come across all of them. <laughs> so we're going to go to the next person here, the realtor. Mm, get that license and see what we can do. These types are representing sellers in the marketplace. They're usually selling on an MLS or could have a pocket listing that they haven't put on the MLS yet. They may have locked up a house under contract to put it on the MLS or locked it up as a wholesaler and they're looking for buyers and you want to get in good with these jokers here. These are some good ones because if they get you a pocket listing, the world doesn't know about it yet, but they came straight to you because they know you know how to solve their problem and get a buyer, get an end buyer and uh, make that shmoney. So this is a good person here. So, um, if you have a deal, there's my email address. You want to send me a deal. If you're in the St. Louis market or one of the markets we participate in deals at stlcb.com. They can be representing a uh, bank owned property as well, a REO or real estate owned or a large investment firm. You got to build a relationship with these people because they come across deals all the time and they just got to move them along and you can help them out. So that's going to, I think, conclude it for the sellers. If you have any questions, like I said, about any of these people we spoke about so far, go ahead and drop it in the comments and we'll try to get your question answered before we end this live stream. And like I said, give it a thumbs up, share it out if it help you out in any type of way. And uh, that'll be great. That's all you got to pay. So buyers. Now we're talking about buyers different types of buyers they're all and we're always looking to grow our buyers list because we don't know what deals we're going to come across in the future one of our favorite types of buyers is guess who the cash buyer they buy for cash they close fast they don't need banks uh these types usually have liquid cash or hard money lined up where they can actually uh buy and close quickly there's no banks where you got to go 45 to 60 days go through appraisals go through all this stuff inspections they buy the house as is just as it seemed you know go through bring your contractors take a look at the property all that type of stuff we don't want you saying oh well you didn't tell me that it had a leaky faucet hey buyer beware cash buyer it's a double-edged sword so they're going to take the house as is the only thing is you got to remember that these types of buyers definitely want a discount they want a massive discount they want to buy for pennies on the dollar 40 50 60 percent of value you know depending on your situation in your market uh you know so it just always makes a difference so uh, like i said they can close quick through the bank and we're always looking to add them to our buyers list for future deals name email address and add them to it and sometimes we assign those deals over to cash buyers or double close which i don't normally recommend but if the deal is good enough do it rehabbers fix and flipper type people these types are looking for distressed properties to fix up usually they would be a cash buyer or could be using hard money as long alone as well but they really need a good discount because they're taking a massive risk they're taking the most risk out of any of these people in my opinion because they're going to take the risk of tearing down walls pulling out kitchens you don't know what's going to pop up asbestos codes all type of stuff builders they could be a builder that's going to knock a building down and rebuild it you know they gotta they really taking the most risk so they're really gonna ask for the most discount from what i see so i always say lock it up low 
and try to sell it to one of these type of people here if you get a deal rehabbers buy and hold landlords these can usually pay a little more because they're going to be holding it long term these are actually probably my favorite because they pay a little bit more than those rehabbers or cash buyers they could be a cash buyer as well buy and hold landlords but they seek to find cash flowing rentals they want to be in that rental market they want to sell or put their property out on a lease on a lease option or rent it out to a section 8 tenant or a go section 8.com type tenant so they have, you know, they're going to make their money over time so they can usually pay a little more. So that's why I like them a little bit better as well. Retail buyers. Uh, these people pay top dollar. Sometimes they're going to usually be with hooked up with the real estate agent or they could be looking on their own and seeing your for sale by owner sign or whatever type of marketing you're doing to get rid of your deal. Once you got it locked up under contract or you actually own the property, a retail buyer, they usually have been pre-approved for a loan. Many times they're working with the realtor and uh, sometimes they want an off market deal or on market deal. Uh, so we specialize in off market deals. So we're able to assist them. But you must keep in mind, it's going to take a little time for them to close 30 to 45 days and they're going to be a picky buyer. A retail buyer, chances are they're going to be pretty picky. They want everything to be perfect. They want perfect paint, perfect this, perfect this, and it just ain't sometimes, you know, and you might have to give them a discount if you really want to do it. But many times they just won't take the deal because they're a retail buyer and they're pretty picky and they're ready to move into a house and do nothing but move in. Barely want to do that. We want to task that out too. But hey, they're a buyer. So look out for those and make sure you take care of those people because they're going to pay top dollar retail price tenant buyers these are the people like i was talking about earlier rent to own tenant buyers these people uh, are interested in a rent to own type program they usually have challenged or bad credit they will be required to put a down payment toward the house we work out terms and uh you know we go from there but these people they're usually not as picky but they gotta have that cash or we, they can't even work with us they don't got a down payment get off my phone either go get qualified for a loan or have some type of reasonable down payment we can usually work with a tenant buyer and they're willing to pay a little bit more too because they're basically a retail buyer as well because you know all of the tenant buyers that i have or retail properties that i've sold i've sold at market value or more than it probably would have sold on the mls take that in for a pill of a swallow so that's usually uh, the type of person i i'm targeting targeting for all the time rent to own no banks needed uh easy qualification down payment required long as they have that down payment they can probably move into one of our properties acquisitions managers usually these are people representing real estate companies and they want to find properties on their behalf these are good people to keep in your pocket as well because they're company to represent a company that buys a lot of property and if you're coming across off-market deals you want to have these people on your team uh acquisitions managers within companies but like i said you have to know that uh depending on what their strategy is they may want the deal very low or they may not so you just never know. Uh, let's see here. Who do we got coming up here? Wholesalers. Oh, look at that. Wholesalers on both sides. They could be buyers or sellers. So many times they're looking to lock up a property and then find a buyer for your deal. So say you're marketing, you say you have a house under contract, you're going to attract wholesalers. And any of you that have been doing any type of wholesaling probably have noticed that you get these people coming in. Yeah. Uh, they talking to you like, yeah, um, you know, uh, yeah, we can close in 30 days when they say those type of words and eh, flag on the play. Most of the time they're looking to wholesale or they want to lock it up. Uh, I had a property uh, recently. Uh, I showed a cash buyer. He went and saw the property and he told me, yeah, uh, you know, so I asked him, 
What can you put down for your EMD, your earnest money deposit, non-refundable? Oh, I'll put $100 down. And flag on the play. You know who you're dealing with when they start talking that small talk like that. Cash buyers, we want to put some thousands of dollars down. Typically, I want to get more. The more they put down, the less of a chance you have a problem with that person closing or performing. Because like I said, it's a non-refundable the way I do mine. Now, I don't know how you do yours. When I sign a deal, it's a non-refundable. And I always ask, how much can you put towards that EMD? They say something reasonable, we're good. If they say something cheap, eh, I don't know. We need to get that up a little bit. Put two, three, four, five, ten grand down if you can, depending on the price of the property. So you want to get some skin in the game. A lot of people say get a, um, what do they call it? A, uh, a proof of funds. I don't ask for a proof of funds because if you put five or ten thousand down, you're probably going to do right. You know, chances are you're going to do right, in my opinion. If you come on in, you put some skin in the game, you're probably going to close. And if you don't, you know, it's really not my fault. So we try to, you know, work that deal like that. Let's see what we got here. A JV partner. Sometimes we partner with others to assist them with buying or selling a property for a fee, a marketing fee, not a commission. Unless you have a real estate license or a broker's license in your state, we get a fee for marketing. Uh, so you can partner with the wholesaler. You can partner with anybody on this whole list, really, and be a joint venture type partner where you're just a partner in that deal, not in their business, not in your business. And it's better to do them on a deal by deal basis because you don't want to really be in a long marriage with somebody you just met. You know what I mean? A long marriage. We're going to create an LLC and do all this stuff. And eh, don't do that either. Just do a nice little JV agreement and all these documents you can get at WokeRealEstate.com to do any type of transaction that you would ever want to do. WokeRealEstate.com is the website for that. So I think that's going to uh, summarize that. So we just went through pretty much most of the buyers and pretty much most of the sellers. Now, there's a few others, but this is a general overview of who are you talking to on the phone and some of the things you should be saying. If you have any questions or comments, put it in the uh, comments there and we'll see if we can get to it. Let's see what we got here if we have a few questions. Let's see here. Blue put me on here at the main first. And then, uh, like I said, if you're looking for contracts, cool gear or coaching, wokerealestate.com is the website you want for that. There should be a link in the description uh, and uh, we'll try to help you out with that. And so for the coaching program, basically, I'll take your hand and hold your hand through the deal. Hold your hand through the whole deal. Talk to the seller. If I have to help you negotiate a deal talk to them and see what we can do, you know, and you'll see how to do it. It's the same stuff I'm talking about right now, but when you're live in action or if you have that little bit of fear and you're like, well, I don't really want to say it. I want to mess up. Mm, I'm scared. Don't be afraid. You got to get in the game one day and do it. Dip your big toe in that water and see if you can do it. But if you're afraid or if you feel like, you know, I don't really understand it all the way, you can have me on as a coach to actually hold your hand through the deal help you out with the documents. You get access to all of the documents to do any type of deal you want to do in real estate, whether it's seller financing, wholesaling, virtual wholesaling, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, lease options subject to wraparound mortgage. You name it, all these funky things. WokeRealEstate.com is a place to get that stuff there. Um, let me see here what we got. Uh, we got a couple of questions, I think, here. Uh, let's see here. How are you keeping all these contracts separate and organized? Do you prefer a certain CRM or program? It gets overwhelming pretty quickly. So um, basically what I do is I use DocuSign. It's like 40 bucks a month, kind of expensive for real, because I know there's some cheaper people out here. But uh, I actually have templates already made up for every type of a deal that I may come across. So say if it's a wholesale deal, it's already a template ready to go. Fill in the blank of the name of the person. 
our information is already there and the price and the date of closing, you know, basic, simple stuff. If it's a terms deal, got attempted to break down the terms and, you know, how much down, how much per month and for how long of a term. Um, so all that's I keep the documents, the uh, the contracts part is all in DocuSign in a template format. Good question there, uh, Rick. Uh, it gets overwhelming. You're right. So I'm all about systems. I don't know if you watch many of my training videos and things. Everything I do is on a system because I can't remember this stuff. I don't know everything. You don't know everything. Who knows everything? Nobody. So put it on a system and uh, work that system. That's the best way to do it. I would say that. Uh, do you stack list? Um, yes. When I pull the list, I do stack them up uh, multiple levels of motivation. I want to get somebody that's typically a vacant property, typically a uh, uh, maybe a pre foreclosure, uh, typically a distressed property that we could have found driving for dollars. Uh, maybe they're behind on payments. We don't know. So I want to stack them up uh, multiple ways to see who we do that through. Good question there. REI misfits. Real estate investor misfits. Are you scrubbing lists before you do R RVM? Yes, I am scrubbing lists. And I use uh, REI Rail for that. And they actually have it within the system. Once you upload a list in REIRail.com, actually, the link's in the description for that as well. And if you sign up for REI Rail, you can get a $100 discount right off the rip if you sign up with my link that's in the description here uh, for REI Rail. Uh, and like uh, like I said, you upload your list straight to it and then it takes it right right off to the do not call list so that they won't be called. So that's why I always do that as my first step whenever I'm doing any type of a uh, list. My first step is put them into the RVM system, because like I said, it'll scrub it or take those do not call people off the system right off the rip. Uh, step two, I would do uh, text message blasts because remember, they've already been scrubbed. They've already been ringless voicemail dropped to see if they want to sell and they didn't respond. I would export that uh, not responded list and then send them a text message. Uh, then if they don't respond from a text message, then we'll go ahead and cold call them, which remember our list is getting smaller and smaller and smaller as we go through these different steps. So step one, RVM, ringless voicemail. Step two, I text message them. Step three, I would cold call the people who still haven't responded. Step four, I would send them an email. Step five, I might go ahead and send them snail mail, slow mail, the mail through the post office. So, you know, out of all those touch points, you should have a list that's getting smaller and smaller. So I touch them multiple times because everybody's different. Some people don't like to answer their phone. Most people do see their text messages. I will say that. Um, and another way uh, that I do it is they actually uh, the email. So the email is another way that some people get it. But, you know, a lot of that stuff goes to spam. So you get, when you do an email, you have to make it real small. But it's free to send email through MailChimp. So, you know, it's a free marketing strategy. How do you lose on free stuff? Everybody loves free, so be like me and do it for free. Contracts, contacts, not contracts. Okay, so uh, I'm using a Podio for the uh, contacts, uh, Rick. Using Podio, uh, it's free for, I think, up to five users or something like that. I use Podio for to organize uh, the, the leads that come in. Now, there's some others out here, and I'm probably going to be upgrading because we're opening up a real estate office here in the next couple of weeks. We're just moving in now. Uh, we're going to be getting more streamlined where everything's more organized. But for right now, Podio has been working out OK. How to keep separate contacts, not contracts. Yeah. So like I said, Podio. Uh, what's your follow up system? So, yeah, that's my follow up system. But I just went over there just a little bit. Uh, how many days in between? Uh, 
usually I try to knock out a list a week. I mean, it shouldn't take, it should only really take three or four days to go through an entire list the way I do it. Because like I said, at RVM, I can hit 10,000 people today. That's a lot of people to hit. It'll cost you, but you can do it. The technology is your friend. And that's why I always tell people to embrace the technology. When you get these systems set up to where you can actually get the things that you need, it makes all the difference. You know, get your systems in order. And for all for a complete list of all the systems that I use every day in real estate investing, wolfrealestate.com. Just go there. There's a marketing page. It shows you all the marketing channels I use. Um, you can actually get the contracts, like I say there. You can get you some cool gear if you're looking for some stuff like this nice little visor hat that says I buy houses. And you can get the full covered hat as well where you can get it and you can actually customize it to say your name. Chris buys houses. You buy houses. Sell me your house. Whatever you want to say. You know, it's customizable. You can do all that at WokeRealEstate.com. Um, like I said, if you haven't joined the free Facebook group, Woke Real Estate Investors Facebook group, check that out as well. Let's see if we got some more questions over here before we get up out of here and do some more woke stuff. Let's see here. What about wholesale REO properties? What about them? What about them? You got to double close them from what I understand if you're dealing with the bank because they're not going to uh, allow you to assign that contract or another creative way to do it is create an LLC just for sell the whole LLC and the property goes with it. Uh, so that's one of the ways to get around it when you're dealing with REO or real estate owned bank owned properties. That's some good questions on here. You guys, you ain't playing around. So hopefully that, uh, answered most of your questions and everything for today. Like I said, if you, uh, if you just got in or you just came in late, watch the replay. It's a good replay for you. We went over types of sellers, types of buyers, how to talk to them, what kind of questions to ask them, what position you want to be because you want to maintain your positioning when you're talking to these people. Um, like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already the YouTube channel. Follow me on all social media outlets at Chris Monroe STL. That's Snapchat, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's Facebook, that's all of them, all the sites. Really easy to find. Chris Monroe STL and the website for just basic all around for me generally because i do a lot of stuff as you probably know more than just real estate business coaching product development uh online and offline sales if you have you know that isn't even it doesn't matter what type of business you have probably could help you out and get some business some good structure set up um so check that out at chrismonroestl.com let me see if we have any other questions anything before we get up out of here and do some more woke stuff oh and before i go if you're looking for good leads good quality leads i've been using PropStream, but you can uh sign up and get a free seven day trial uh at wokesource.com wokesource.com check that out get your free trial you can pull up to ten thousand leads per month after the seven day trial it's like 97 bucks per month so, I mean, even if you try it out and pull some free leads for free, that's what I tell people. Go in there and check it out for free. Play around with it. Check my uh, YouTube channel for some training videos on things to, that you can do within uh, the system there. You can pull a vacant list. You can pull cash buyers list. You can pull uh, pre-foreclosures. You can pull failed MLS listings, active MLS listings. You have MLS data nationwide, all 50 states, all that and more. Check it out at wokesource.com. Get that seven-day free trial. Uh, it's it's uh it's I should have had this thing a long time ago, like last year. Uh, let me see a couple more things come in here. How are you pitching sub two to sellers? Uh, real real simple. See, I don't know if it's going to be a sub two or not. I have a basic overall question that I ask any lead 
or that my virtual assistants ask any lead that comes into our pipeline. Um, I asked them, you know, or they would ask them, uh, would you consider taking a monthly payment until we paid you off in full? Now they might say, hmm, what's that about? There's your chance to pitch it. They might say, no, nah, I need all cash. Or they might say, no, nah, I can't do that. And I say, so you're telling me the only way you'll sell it is all cash. Is that correct? They're going to say, yeah, I got to get all cash. And then, you know, you're not doing a terms deal at that point. You're not doing a sub two. You're not doing a wraparound mortgage. You're not doing a lease option. You're not doing any of that funky stuff because they want all cash. And they already told you that. Now, if they even sound curious, like, I don't know what that's about. What is that? So then I will go ahead and they gave me permission at that point to go ahead and hit them with the, uh, the thing to say, you know, well, basically we will be responsible for all the maintenance and repairs on the property going forward. We would take over the payments if there's payments to be made, uh, or we would just pay you a monthly payment and you don't have to worry about this property anymore. We close through a real estate attorney and uh, we typically pay the closing costs. It's pretty smooth transaction. We do it all the time. Would you be interested in something like that? So even though you pitched it, you still want to ask a question. Everything that you say when you're talking to these sellers or even buyers, you want to ask a question. Your position is ask questions because you know nothing. Remember, I know nothing. I just know to ask good questions. When you get that position, you'll become a better person overall in business and real estate and all of this stuff. I know nothing. You don't know what somebody's going to do. You don't know if they're going to give you the deal with no money down. You don't know if they're going to give you low monthly payments. You don't know. Don't assume anything. People go into these deals assuming it's going to be a wholesale deal making a big mistake, assuming they won't take a monthly payment until you pay them off in full. That'll be another big mistake. You don't know what these people are going to do. So just ask the question and let them answer. Give them a chance to tell you no. Don't be afraid to be told no. It won't be the first time and it won't be the last time. So hopefully that helped you out there. Uh, thanks for sharing. Always great info. Appreciate your time. Great, great. So like I said, uh, give this video a thumbs up if it helped you out. I'm about to get up out of here and do some more woke stuff. Uh, like I said, oh, I forgot about this. One more little pluggy, pluggy here. March 5th through the 8th, 2020. Going to be doing a uh, the Shift Winter Real Estate Investors Retreat down in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. Going to have the Duru, Christina Spells, Sister Shanique, and Chris Monroe, the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke. Uh, you can actually get the information for that at wokerealestate.com on the events page as well. Check that out. Get signed up, get your tickets, because I believe the pricing will be going up or something like soon or something. I don't know. So get it. It only starts as low as five ninety seven, and it includes food and it includes drinks. Uh, so you know, and it's four days in the Smoky Mountains, three nights and four days in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. It's a real estate retreat, and it's a business write off. How do you lose on something like that? Well, you can write it off. I can go have fun, learn real estate, chill out in the mountains drink. I was going to say smoke, but I don't know. I won't want to say that. Do what you're going to do and have fun and learn. And it's a business write-off. How do you lose on these type of deals? So hopefully this video helped you out. Give it a thumbs up and uh, I'll see you on tomorrow night. We're going to have Mr. Transaction Engineer Monday night, seven o'clock central time, eight o'clock Eastern time. Mr. Transaction Engineer is going to be on with me talking about uh, how to negotiate or remove liens from properties. That's a very good thing you want to know. So make sure you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and uh, do what you do. Be who you be, and I'll see you before you see me. Peace out, family. And we have Mr.
Stay.